but yeah, that's a trip. Wow. Poor, point, point Break is a tragedy. That's <laughs> poor Johnny Utah. That's right. It's like Hamlet. Wow. <laughs> Just makes bad decision after yeah. bad decision. Is that, wait a minute. Is that? That's what caused him because he could no longer be a cop. That's why he, made, that's why he became John Wick. Oh, <laughs> sure. Same character. Wait, are we are we saying that Point Point Break is actually a good movie? I I've always liked Point Break. It's, just because it's it just because it's, it's a basic it plot fine. does not it's make like, it good or bad. And it's it a, features a young, very young Red Hot Chili Peppers acting <laughs> in, in the movie. Yes, as Anthony Kiedis getting his shoe blown off. Yeah, <laughs> his toe shot with a shotgun. Bam! <laughs> but I think they're all there, right? They're like no, be- it's just the beach two people. It's just him and Flea? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. That is the uh, the <laughs> thing online now when you see videos of people getting hurt. If they don't lose a shoe, then they survived. Sure. You see that in the commentary? No. You see that in the no. commentaries oh, of people posting videos. Oh, he didn't die. His shoes, his shoes never flew off. Well, that's the anime rule. If, if their eyeball didn't fall out of the socket, then they're not dead officially. <laughs> The person, if the person gets killed and get falls to the ground and their and eyeball has fallen, and their eyeball goes boink, and their eyeball falls out of the socket, <laughs> they're, they're dead. They're dead. Oh, okay. If they're, if that doesn't happen, no guarantees. Welcome to Burger episode three sixteen. Which comes after 315, which came after 314. Last week I didn't say the words 315, just in case you were wondering. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast, The Guy and a Guy and a Guy. I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. 316. 316. There's got to be something you could do with the number 316, right, Craig? Sure. Four nerds so loved the world that... He gave his only begotten burger that whosoever believeth in him shall not hunger but have everlasting laughs. And Mike 316. Nerd 316. Or also you could say Nerd 316 says I just whipped your burger. Right? Because that's like Austin 316. I just whipped your burger. Who wants an orange whip? Orange whip? He's really proud of that soundbite. I didn't get to use it last week. I I seem to recall when that was first introduced to the show that Craig said, I love that so much, I don't think I'll ever get tired of it. And then I think it was within about three episodes I could hear (laughs) in Craig's voice that he was tired. And now you can see it in his face. (laughs) Mm. I'm irate. Here's Andy. Here's Andy. Welcome back, Andy. Good afternoon. It's been a while. It has. I was trying to think this morning. I think this is my first 2019 appearance. I believe it is. You helped us out during our uh, our banking of episodes over the holidays. Yeah, this is right. It was right in between. It was right before the New Year that I was here last. We've missed you. Of course. What you been up to? Um, work. <laughs> what everybody That's, does. That's uh, what work. What everybody's lives are like from the time they're 25 to 65 is the. Yeah, we hope same, only, only sixty five. The same day over and over again. Yep. Until you, so, get, until you get hit by a bus or retire. Or crushed by a piano. There you go. I was thinking, but that's always my thing. I think about uh how I'm gonna die suddenly. <laughs> it's going to be crushed by a piano on the sidewalk or hit by a bus in the street. And that's just that's always going through my head every day, constantly, every minute. 
of every hour. No, it's just my little joke for myself. And and, and I, that's funny. I have a job. <laughs> one of my one of my jobs that's uh, in con- under construction right now is a bu- bus maintenance facility. And uh, I was in- instructed to uh, my first very first site visit at this oh, particular boy. job to enter at a certain point. And I, I, I thought, well, that doesn't seem right because I know the site, obviously. And I thought, well, that's that's not that by the where the buses are. That's not where I should drive in. And I drove. I just pulled in onto that street and I kind of parked and looked and, and I watched as buses were constantly coming and going. And I thought if I drive in there in my tiny little two door hatchback, <laughs> one of my fears of my sudden death will may very well come through today. So I went back out on the main road and I went around to where I usually park and went in that way I'm on foot. That can be on your that can be on your tombstone and say something I, like uh, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I may have avoided death. I look I look forward last to Tuesday. The, I look forward to the day that a piano is falling from the the sky and somebody goes, "Look, a piano!" and you look up and nimbly dodge aside right into traffic and, and get hit by a bus. <laughs> yeah, or the other way around. You, you're almost hit by a bus and you jump back jump on the onto, sidewalk onto the sidewalk and then or bam or you get hit by the bus and it doesn't kill you. you just you just you know, bounce off of it onto the, onto sidewalk, the sidewalk and then get crushed by a piano. Right as the piano yeah. falls. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. It has both. to be like a. Rube. It has to be some combination. Or we could add like seven more steps in there and have it be like this bus piano Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> what if you're getting hit by a bus that's carrying a bunch of pianos? And well, one would have to fly out. Well, the right, the bus would tip over. It would it would it would veer to not hit you, and then it would fall over is and it, dump all its pianos. Is out it distinct? What third world country is this where buses are also piano delivery trucks? Is it distinctly a city bus? <laughs> uh, now I'm never going to travel. Is it distinctly a? You shouldn't. It's, like it's, a it's city, really like a full anyway. size city bus that you're thinking of. Or could it could it be like a little VW bus, like a of like some traveling no, band that a bu- has a piano with them? It's strapped it's, to the top. No, no, that's a, legs up in the air. A toy bus. A VW bus is just the bus. That's like a na- the name of the little the the van. It's not actually a bus. Sure. This is an actual bus. Okay, could so be a school bus. It could be or, a, or it could a be a ch- it could be a charter bus. That's a charter like bus driving sure. like an orchestra somewhere. Even better, and they've those got are the big, biggest buses, and they've got a big picture on the side of the orchestra, and <laughs> and there's a piano as part of the picture. That's so true. you could get hit by both at the same time. A private, time. yeah, yeah, like a yeah, like a bus that's carrying. And it's all people carrying, in tuxedos and nice dresses. the orchestra from what town to town, the traveling you went, orchestra. You went to a like, parade. Like you do you know. in 2019. What if you went to a parade? Cities don't have orchestras that are just there. No. Because they're always going around touring. You're going to go like to a parade. Carnivals in the Dust Bowl. It's going to be an Elton John float. Because those are, those are always on bus That's, platforms. It's built on a bus. There you go. And there's technically gonna be a, a dude, bus. There's going to be a dude playing a piano. That's dressed up like Elton that's John. dressed up like Elton John. With driving spark, down. sparkly glasses. Driving down whatever boulevard in and New York City or something. if it's a parade like that, he could get sandwiched. Bus from the back, piano from the front. <laughs> and get <laughs> by the two of them. Yeah. That they, could happen. They stop. They pick you up. They say, "Why don't you ride on the float with us? Stand in, stand between the cab of the bus and the piano, and then the bus will slam on us." Everyone brakes, knows I'm a huge Elton John fan and parade goer. <laughs> all the more reason, every weekend. All the more reason for the bizarre series of events right. to lead up to it. <laughs> well, that's that's what it's going to be. It just can't be boring old. That's right. God.
walking this down is, the street. It's got to be some really weird contrived thing. This is one of the, another another one of those episodes where I wish we had a phone system and we were live and we could invite listeners to call in, suggest and, ways and that suggest could, ways that I could how, I how could Mike die dies. unexpectedly and spectacularly. We dies. could take this to Twitch someday. <laughs> I've got a channel. Not hard to do. You can have people ask stuff in chat. Mike says no. Wouldn't require any work on your part. Zero editing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard, I've heard that before. 100%. Zero editing. We let it be an explicit episode and we just okay. go. All right. Costs you nothing except the time to record it. And more things to fret about on his day-to-day. Well, he invites, the, that by just, he invites that just by talking to you and me about it. <laughs> We're going to give him more fears. Well, I already have, you know, trees spiking through my roof trying to kill me from above did you notice the band-aid on my roof i, remember, I heard about it on yeah. the uh, oh you did listen to that episode. i listened to every episode except for mine why well, not oh oh you, you you intentionally don't listen to your own that's correct okay well, i know you listen to them but sometimes you get backed up you, i do you a couple weeks i do i am current you, right now and then you catch up because uh, 315 was kurt right wasn't he last mm-hmm. week yeah. kurt no was that was kurt my dad your yeah, dad was Tim, last week Tim that's right yeah. excuse me kurt was a previous i think yeah 314 Yes. Do you watch Oak Island? I listened to the entire thing. I I was familiar with the early parts of the story that your dad described. Um, from it was actually an episode of In Search of the one that was narrated. I by used Leonard to watch Nimoy, that. Yeah, yeah. I watched these that. People came across. I'm surprised my like dad a, didn't bring that up. It was like because he and I used to watch that show together religiously. Yeah, the people found like I mean it was practically like an elevator shaft of alternating yeah. wood and, yeah, and yeah. dirt, and they kept digging, and then one morning they woke up and the whole thing was filled with water. Yeah, yeah. But this was I think it was an in search of episode of um, way way back when I was a kid. I need to remind him about that. Yeah. Send it's it. Send a, it to him on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Really grainy, bad video, like somebody videotaping the screen. Yeah, but it's, come on, <laughs> Flinder Nimoy narrating it. How can you pass that up? Yeah. Did you watch In Search Of, Craig? Nope. nope. It's a great show. I yeah. Never, I never searched for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I just, well, I was not aware of the extent to, I figured that the, that the TV show that they had now was just more hokey hokey bullshit i was a little surprised no it's both I've, I've, it's hokey bullshit and real treasure yeah, I was, historical I was a little stuff surprised buried underground the tim's description of how you know actual investigation is going on not just a bunch of weirdos with shovels yeah. and just a bunch of people with money and nothing else yeah. better to do you know it's it, it's digging a bunch holes. of a bunch of uh of a uh, singer jewels extended family digging with shovels and bulldozers and you know like ox drawn Whatever, up in Alaska. Yeah. Jules Family's Alaska Gold. Okay. This week on whatever cable channel that is. It does have a bit of a conspiracy theory vibe to the whole thing. Just yeah. from the, you know, the Knights Templar and the Romans and yeah, cause they, the Greeks. And, they break in with the, yeah. the voiceover guy and they show you the maps yeah. and the things. And they have these, like... Recreations yeah, with dudes yeah. dressed up like Templars riding on. I think the only thing you missed was Genghis Khan. You know, <laughs> even we even found Genghis Khan had visited the island or something like that. Well, that's the thing. It's like who hasn't been right. there? <laughs> that's why I thought it, it was getting. That's why I was like big. Okay, next up, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. aliens, Scientologists, which are aliens. Well, that's why I suggested there were hobbits there, and right. <laughs> 
aliens, everything. Yeah. I think Ho- Hobbit made it into an alternate episode title. What was that? And they're gonna find. They're gonna dig through, and they're gonna you know find at the bottom of the pit yeah. an, an old uh, on the existence a, of like hobbits. A, My dad a, doesn't believe in them. A Kermit the Frog <laughs> Muppet all the way down at the bottom, <laughs> like the original. <laughs> yeah. It's got. It's got. We had it analyzed under the special laser thing, X-ray it machine, out it's and it has years old. It has all five of uh, Jim Henson's uh, right hand fingerprints inside of it. Yeah, because you got to bring time. We put it in the Hensonometer. (laughs) (laughs) Are we ready? Yeah. What's news, Craig? Oh, boy. Suspected organized criminals have been stuffing the bodies of dead rats with drugs, phones, and cash and throwing them over the walls of a British prison to get contraband into inmates. That's a good idea. That is a great idea. So you're a British prison guard and you just see a rat come flying over the wall from the outside. Not suspicious but, at well, all. It was, it was crawling along the top of the wall and then it, it, it cut itself on the razor wire and it died and it fell. That's a, there's a logical explanation for yeah, that. Guards at Guy's Marsh Prison in Dorset, southwest England, grew suspicious when they found the bodies of three rats with long stitches around their stomachs. Well, that's a little, yeah. They that's discovered odd. the animals had been disemboweled and filled with five mobile phones and chargers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Smart, yeah. smart. Um, three SIM cards, cigarette papers, and a large amount of drugs, including cannabis and a synthetic substitute, um, as well as tobacco. Wait, cigarette papers, not cigarettes. And drugs? Do you wonder what those drugs are? Yeah, this find shows the extraordinary lengths to which criminals will go to smuggle drugs into prison. This is this is kind of a reversion to, to low-tech, because I think the last time we heard about this, it was people flying drones that was what I was into saying. prisons. I was, that's, that's, that's where I was going with this. Is like, this is what happens when you don't let people use drones. <laughs> they throw rats into your prison. Yeah, it's animal abuse. Just let them use the drone. They vivisected some poor innocent rats. Some poor innocent plague infested rats. Plague. That they got from the sewer. And uh yeah, they tortured them and disemboweled them and filled them with contraband and sewed no, them I'm back sh- up. I'm and sure the rats threw were... them a great distance and height. I'm sure the rats were uh complicit. Re- euthanized oh. u- humanely. Responsibly, of course. <laughs> Responsibly killed. Responsibly were, farmed and harvested. They were rats. They were. They were, they were anesthetized first. <laughs> they were given dead. a chance to say goodbye to their rat families. They were read a bedtime story. No, no, they just. I'm sure. Yeah, probably just caught a rat in a trap and sliced <clears> it and gutted it. Yeah. Jeez, oh, rats! Throwing why, rats why even, over the wall. Why even bother doing that with a real rat? Why not just use a stuffed animal? Well, I that think because like a, rat. The, a rat that, you know, might look like, well, you know, if the prison has rats in it, then somebody walking along, you know, some oh, guard sees enough, a rat. Oh, like, oh, a, a dead, another dead rat. Oh, a dead rat. Get somebody out here to clean this up. Not my job. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, some prisoner takes it. Whereas if they threw, like, you know, an Elmo over, see, there, <laughs> that might stand out a little bit. See, the, the plan was Except solid. All, all the prisoners have their own Elmos because they need something to snuggle with at night when their cellmate is away. Uh-huh. The plan was solid. The problem is they let uh in their execution they got they got sloppy and they farmed out the oh so important job of of sewing up the open rat abdomen and chest area torso 
um, to, you know, Bob, <laughs> the guy who was, who's good at that and can do it and hide it. You know, sure. he was, he's a taxidermist. Do one of those reverse stitches where the stitching is actually oh, underneath yeah. and there's just like a little, and then they pops up. somehow flip it back. They, they turn it inside out and sew it and then flip it back <laughs> flip it and back somehow in. get the, the drugs in, like in the process. Do, like yeah. they do with footballs. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, if they're smart, if Bob they're smart, got... they'll just gut out the things. This sounds terrible. Well, this is in England, this. right? They'll just, they'll just drill through the thing's throat and they'll just shove stuff down its gullet. Sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or up its anus. <laughs> If it's if it's things that they're expecting, why not just put it in basketballs? Because there's always basketballs sitting around the prison yard. So I don't know if that's the case. In, 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 is it in England? In England well, soccer though. balls then. So it's Nigel. <laughs> Nigel got lazy. Yes. Nigel got 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 fat on all the yeah. cash think, he was making doing this. Yeah, so I think they maybe got, made a. I think they perhaps got a little made overconfident, and he, and he made Liam take. He care farmed of it out to his to, to his slow half cousin Liam. There's lazy, his lazy, Who just his used lazy a staple gun. His lazy high school friend. <laughs> You're like punched Ian. holes with a leather awl and used shoelaces. Yeah, and then so they, they well, I think they probably made <laughs> tied a tied it in a nice bow. They probably made <laughs> a mistake. Rat's got shoelaces on it. Throwing all three into the same area too. Yeah, where just like dumping the them right on top of like, each other. I have here three dead rats all in the they, same area. They land, they land on their butts and they're like, you know. Three leaning leaning up against each other with their head cocked to the side and little X's over their eyes. Like the uh like the burglars in Ralphie's yard after in his fantasy after he shoots them. Like every cartoon. Yeah. But the like phones the were turned on and when it landed it started ringing. <laughs> that was a mistake. Hey, uh... What you turned the phones on? <laughs> what the bleeding I... hell? Hey Boris. That's bollocks. This dead rat here is ringing. <laughs> What? He's a ringer? No, he's ringing. He's got a ringtone. Well, he died. He died because I he can't believe he turned the bleeding phones on. <laughs> it it sounds like that call of Brett Five when he threw that intercept interception, and now it's in Australia. Damn it! <laughs> Don't go too long. I pushed on... it. I pushed it uh, one once too far. One one line what too else, far. What else is news? Oh, uh, hey, remember how we were talking about Florida Man and you made the point of, uh, well, Florida Man is just the, the one that got popular. You can you can search for oh, stories yeah. like this has, with yeah. any state. Man. Nevada woman, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. Minnesota boy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Ohio Man. There we go. <laughs> loses more than 30 pounds drinking only beer during Lent. <laughs> yes. Uh, Del Hall <laughs> first made headlines in February after announcing... He would be drinking nothing but beer between Ash Wednesday and Easter. With just a few weeks to go, to go, Hall has now lost more than 33 pounds. For Lent, I've given up sobriety. <laughs> <laughs> Clear thinking and the ability to drive a car. Yeah, he, he, uh, he probably still drove. Yeah. <laughs> for 46 days, he's having uh, nothing but an assortment of beer for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Not even vitamins. Oh, uh, water also. He is also drinking water. No, he's going to be vitamin. <laughs> hey, hey, I got Andy. Really, the guy who decides to do this for Lent. You do you think bearing, he's uh, bearing a good multivitamin? Do you think he's normally well rounded with the vitamins and minerals? Do you think he's made a lot of good choices in his diet in the past? <laughs> he was probably vitamin deficient going into Most that likely. that stunt. He, uh, Hall says he is following the lead of monks in the 1600s, who were probably on Oakland. Just saying, and, who also, would, and drinking beer because it was cleaner than water. Very different type of beer. Who would fast during the season by a 
Bach beer diet. I'm not sure what a Bach. Bach. It's a type of beer. It, well, we got the beer beer nerd here with us. What's a Bach? But what kind? What kind of beer is a Bach beer? B O C K. Right? I haven't yes, had a correct. Bach in a long time. Um, I don't really care for the the taste of them. It tastes um, like what? Wiener Schnitzel. It's it's, been it's a, a it's bottom been a, fermenting it's a, lager. It's, it's a is it's it been full a long time chunks? since I've had one? It's got stuff in it. Is it like it's generally stronger than your that typical lager? It's got uh, it's got like it's, it's robust got like malt ins- insects in it and stuff. Yeah. Insects. Yeah, it's it's thick. It it pours like uh, it pours, pours like, like syrup. Yeah. yeah, it's no, it's it's just it was a flavor. It was it there was a Bach craze for a while. I remember many many years ago. Much like there's the IPA craft beer craze going on now that everybody who makes a craft beer has got to make an IPA. Um, but Bach for a long time, I remember was a, one of the, everybody had to come out with a Bach. Uh, so there were okay. you know, a whole variety of them. It was just we, one of the fads at the we time. Bought, I'm sure I've had, had you, them. You very well may have. We now. bought cases of, just don't remember because I may have had too many. We, we bought cases of a Decatur Bach, beer festival of a sure. Bach beer. I've got, I've got like six years worth of shirts in a row. I don't remember anything. I know I took Marta to get there. Don't remember leaving. That's a perfect kind of festival if you don't remember. Sorry, Craig. The moment's passed. Okay. Um, Oh, there it comes again. Oh, no, that's good. (laughs) It's orbiting. (laughs) It's eccentric. Oh, Hall says, and this is all one sentence. I'm an army veteran. I was number one in my class in the army. I've run a full marathon before, 26.2 miles. I've done big challenges, but this seems very daunting. So I'm just curious if I'm up to the challenge, if I'm going to be able to do it or not. No commas? There, I'm sorry. There were two commas in there, but it was all one sentence. Wow. And thank you for pointing out that it's 26.2 miles. As opposed to that. didn't know. As opposed to that other marathon. The 13.3, uh, 13.1 mile one. That's a half marathon. I know. Correct. <laughs> Still love the still love the bumper sticker. This you know the oval with the numbers in it, like yeah. the people get for twenty six point two and thirteen point one. There's the zero point zero point zero. That's, that's right. the one that's going on my car. If I ever decide to put a bumper sticker on my car, what was the one that I got? It was like a twenty. It was twenty. Laughed out loud in my car when I saw that in front of me. Twenty. Laughed out loud. I got one that's twenty six point zero strips of bacon, but it, it's the oval. It looks just like the the marathon one, but it was because I had a BLT with twenty six strips of bacon on it. In uh, Wisconsin, I got a sticker. When I was in grad school, it's called the Marathon BLT. Uh, one of our, uh, one of the group uh, used to always run the Peachtree Road Race. Um, so the rest of us um, who were not Peachtree Road Race runners would go to the Prince of Wales and sit on the patio and drink during the morning, and then he would show up when he finished the race because the race would go by the the bar, and <laughs> we would sit and drink until he showed up. It was a great way to spend a morning. And then did he drink beer? Yeah. Well, that was whole. Oh, now that okay. you finished the race, you have a, have a beer. Did he? But, yeah. And but that was the way, like that was the way we, three part- things off the menu, three that was entire the way, dinners. That was the way we participated in the Peachtree Road Race. Was sitting, like there sitting there and sitting and drinking, drinking beer, and waiting for your friend to finish. for him to finish actually running. Finish running. Sure. That's how I would do it. Yeah. That's the sure. best way to, best way to run a race. Yeah. He's, uh, drinking water. During his fast and checking in with a doctor. How how much longer is Lent? When is Easter? I know that the uh, the churches the churches with the crosses outside have purple draped on them right now. Whatever that means. I We're know, at that I, point of Lent. Was, this is Lent color coded. 
Yes. I see. Why? I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. I mean, I did know at one time. I don't remember now. Okay. Is it like, it doesn't, I'm assuming it doesn't move through all the colors of the rainbow or something <laughs> like that. Only at the gay churches. Yeah. No, it's white and then it's purple and then it's white again. I don't know. Okay. It's Easter the 21st, so it's okay. Week and a half left as you're listening to this. Ooh. Hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity. Easter's on its way. Am I up? What's news, Greg? That's, that's from Easter doesn't have many songs. Peter Conrad. Not like yeah. Christmas. No. Christmas and... No, it doesn't. It's a lot of songs. It just has candy and chocolate. Yeah. I'm not a big chocolate fan. Never really into Easter. That's why I don't remember the colors. And that weird fake grass. <laughs> that plastic grass. <laughs> That gets just, everywhere like tinsel. Yeah, just like Jesus liked. Sometimes that's what he—that's what he was born on. Was a big gold frankincense myrrh <clears> and <throat> green plastic grass. That's, that's right. What the, shredded, the wise men brought shredded bright used. green garbage bags. That's what they used to 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 put his little in the manger. It was in the that manger. was his swaddling. Yes. Yeah. Jesus was the first Easter egg. Mm-hmm. They pulled Easter. They People pulled assume was it a, was hay, but was it wasn't. A, he was that's where they got it from. Is that he pooped out plastic eggs and they opened them up and there was chocolate candy inside and that's where we get the. <laughs> I might have to reconsider my thoughts on Christ. In the Philippines. They didn't teach me that in Jesus school. I might, might, yeah, I may need to go back. Philippine custom officials were astonished when they opened nicely gift-wrapped boxes of cookies and oatmeal flown in all the way from From Poland. Polish cookies and and oatmeal. And found what? Drugs. Drugs. Mike, Um, what they find in the boxes of cookies, what they thought were cookies and oatmeal. Um, light bulb shaped potatoes. Hundreds of live tarantulas. Wow, <laughs> wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Bureau of Customs personnel seized. Guess how many? Hundreds. <sighs> Hundreds. Okay, thanks. <laughs> seven hundred and fifty-seven tarantulas. Seven fifty-seven. <laughs> Holy hey. crap! At no a, wonder that's what you thought it was. Right. I'm sure that's what it was. At a mail exchange, hearkening <laughs> back to something we talked about before the show, um, at a mail exchange center near Manila's International Airport Monday and later arrested a Filipino man who tried to claim the long, long-legged venomous spiders were declared as collection items. Like, he he, he signed his, his customs he was, forms. He was transporting his collection of live tarantulas. Yes. Many of the baby tarantulas... Hence, 757 of them in a few boxes. Sure, yeah. Um, were concealed Wait, in s- babies. So was it, did, did he, when he packed it, was it one adult male and one adult female? And then when they opened it, it was 757. <laughs> they had eaten mom and dad. No. Uh, many of the baby tarantulas were concealed in small plastic vials punctured with holes for air, while bigger spiders were shipped in see-through plastic containers. Officials estimate the value of the unusual shipment at uh, $5,900 American. Philippine wildlife laws prohibit the trade and collection and possession of such spiders, which were which are popular pets among arachnid enthusiasts. Um, except you need to have a permit for those. So that was uh, highly illegal. Hmm. $7.79 per tarantula. <laughs> Quick math. Calculator. Per, per baby tarantula. Yeah. yeah. That's the going rate, I guess, in American dollars. But in the Philippines. Despite threats of hefty fines and imprisonment, a startling array of wildlife have been seized by hundreds of airport custom inspectors in Manila since last year. Um, And their list here right here is like heavy on the reptiles. 
uh, geckos, iguanas, chameleons, and smuggling in bearded dragons, which are mm. pretty good sized. So there's there's some kind of weird insect and reptile uh, underground black market. Well, in, that's just a list. That's just the ones that they mentioned in this article. They're, they might be smuggling in gray squirrels too. I mean, gray squirrels be... might be really popular as pets. If you're transport, you're transporting a bearded dragon in your pants and specter guys. What's that? Oh, it's just my bearded dragon. Well, you you, you oh, were right, honest. All right, yeah. sir. All right, sir. I'm going to use the back of my hand. <laughs> to, um... It seems it seems to be moving. Well, you're really good at patting me down. <laughs> what are you doing tonight? How good are you with the front of your hand? Oh, I was thinking okay. now that I'm now that I'm looking at these now that I'm looking at the Nerdburger pens, mm-hmm. um, the buttons. Oh, those are actually nicer than I thought they were going to be. Um, what the hell is that supposed to mean? Lowered when expectations. I, when I was when I was looking at them, Craig from, normally he brings crap no, no, no. over here. When I was looking at them from afar, I thought they were paper with the plastic, but these are actually printed on metal. That's nice. Um, yeah, they're proper buttons. I thought a Nerdburger really nice. plushie. <laughs> That's what you need is a nerd burger. You need this as a plushie. What is a plushie? Is that just a, a, a stuffed animal? Stuffed animal. Okay. Yeah. The modern ter- the millennial term is plushie. I think it'd be hard with, to do. I think it'd be tough to do the little. You're umbrella. not a millennial. I, but I know some. We all no, know some. You see, see plushies. It's always see, some everything people, online. Some people know words that you now. don't know, and you know some words that other people don't That's know. Fine. You That's can't, how language. I'm works. not changing. The thing is anymore, that you, so the reason why I, I think the reason why it's the new I, words. I believe are. the reason why it's come out as plushie is because they're not all animals, so you can't really call it a stuffed, stuffed animal, animal because it's, like it's a, a cucumber or something. Figurine or whatever. Right, so yeah. it's a plushie. So a nerd burger plushie. Yeah, I think it would be tough to do the little um, the little cocktail umbrella on his head. Yeah, and, but that, and the that, dice could, and that could still be plastic. But the the burger part could be a, a plushie. I think the burger little, and glasses could, could be, be plushie. Okay, little. so the last time could, I heard that I heard that it was probably people cost were saying like thirty dollars a piece. Yeah, sure. People were saying it's a plush, whatever the object is. So now they've just taken that the next step. Just and so just describe it in plushies. general, a plushie. Because okay. what would you describe? It's a plush nerd burger logo. So it's, it's just a plush oval faced guy with glasses. We Mike and I just uh, referred to him as the nerd burger dude. I think you could do nerd burger mm-hmm. plushies. That could be a great giveaway. Nerd burger plushies. That'd be a great giveaway. It's like yeah. here's your fifty dollar plushie because we only made ten of them, so they cost incredible <laughs> amounts of money. <laughs> Going to spend five thousand dollars to like, make like the mugs that we made. We things. made three of, and mm-hmm. then and then Matthew asked asked for one, and we let him take it. And now we only have two. <laughs> and we still have those two. We still have those two. Well, those are easy. You could do those on. Yeah, and we did yeah, on uh, Cafe <laughs> Press. Just upload the yeah one of those. Yeah, just upload it. And... Yeah, those are from. Uh, Vistaprint. I'm are those sure. Vistaprint mugs? Yeah, I think okay. all of our stuff has been Vistaprint, except my stickers and my buttons. Those are from Sticker Mule. What about the uh, mouse pad? Is that a Vistaprint mouse pad? Yeah, it's Vistaprint. Okay. Up, 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 Welcome uh, to. Uh, what else? Anything else? Or are we rolling into top, oh, I have topic land? We don't have a topic. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so I found this website called studyfinds.org. I may have used, used a, a news article from this before but i just think it's funny that there's a website called studyfinds.org can you guess what the content on studyfinds.org is anyone anyone what studies have bueller exactly i'm gonna go with that yes yes you're both correct yeah like the beginning of every sentence studies Mm -hmm. fine blah 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 blah. yes and we all know that two out of three of those studies are garbage so rolling the dice today just one article um (laughs) study says study finds uh, sugar doesn't improve mood, makes people feel more tired, less alert. 
<laughs> no such thing as a sugar rush. Which uh, I guess this uh, study would invalidate the Twinkie defense, right? Do we all remember the Twinkie defense? Some guy committed some crime. I don't remember he was what. Because he Twinkies. Cause, and he claimed, and I think he got off that he was he had eaten like a whole box of Twinkies and was crazy on the sugar, and that was what uh, caused his behavioral change that was out of the norm for him, and that uh, and that uh, he was actually not guilty because of that because he was temporarily insane from too much sugar to buy a Twinkie. Yeah. So now this study says, uh-uh, no. I so they get to go find that guy and uh, throw him in jail now, right? Is that how that works? I don't know. What's or is the, that double jeopardy? What's the statute of limitations on whatever crime he committed? Well, yeah. The jury bought it the first time around, so I guess he's... The CNN studies today was uh, that uh, dog owners are happier than cat owners. Dog owners are, are or are not happy? Are. The study found that they are. Dog owners are happier than cat owners. Right, because most cat owner, owners are miser- miserable, 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 I'm not going to be able to say that right, miserable, a bull, lonely old ladies and some men. Okay. Or lonely young men like I was when I owned two cats and lived by myself. <laughs> I said cat, dog owners are happier than cat owners, but if but you own dogs and cats, I don't then believe. It the I don't believe there's a crazy young uh, man action figure that you can buy. There is a a crazy old cat lady yeah, action figure old, you can the, buy. The, the, uh, yeah, there are cat lady. There's a cat lady. Yeah. Chair girl has has that um, action figure. Craig, friend of Allison's chair yes. girl. Yeah, because she she considers herself a crazy cat lady. Chair girl. She just Allison's friend. friend. She always carries a chair. It's a long story. Okay. <laughs> She's like the log lady in Twin Peaks. Yeah, she just carries a chair around that talks to her. <laughs> she tried to sell us chairs at the office we worked at. Here are the theories behind Milwaukee. why the sugar rush happens. Not <laughs> Therefore, the, she became known as Chair Girl. Not, not the not a sugar 15 rush. 15 years ago. Got it. Yeah. The not a sugar rush. Yeah. Here are the theories behind why there is a perception of a sugar rush. First okay. of all, maybe it's possible that hyperactive children eat more sugar. They're yep. just naturally... Kids that are going like, to be like, wah, more often. What was that story you had about the kid that was that kept going into the corner cupboard and was like... Oh, that was a girlfriend's little brother. Yeah, who, yeah, 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 yeah. He, was, he had a pile of sugar in there and like he was just, just eating it. A pile of granulated sugar that he had hidden in a cubby because his parents, cause his parents took the cookies away. <laughs> so he went and got, just got two handfuls of sugar. Yeah, anyway. Um, That's how you get ants. Another theory is that we tend to give children sweets on special occasions when they're surrounded by other kids and primed for hyperactivity. Or when they're when they're going yeah. to be in generally a good mood so anyway. They're already it's a special occasion. They've already got the adrenaline pumping prior to the sugar being introduced to the situation, or the sugar is in uh, in uh, and sugar in in dick fingers because it's it's usually uh, uh, corn syrup. Um, corn syrup. It's sugar. It's in. Well, yeah, but it's not. I'm moving. Oh, it's sugar. Like, I don't. I'm, I don't have any problem with the corn syrup yeah. lobby. I have a problem sugar. putting corn corn juice in gasoline. That seems like a waste. Methyl. At least you're yeah. eating the corn syrup as food. Food. Corn and corn, yeah. Um well that that's in sodas that aren't diet. Mm-hmm. It's generally uh the corn syrup. Sugar. Could be. The sugar via corn syrup. And uh that also has caffeine, most of them. So so you're 
caffeinating along mm-hmm. with your sugar. So of course you're it's gonna you're gonna have more energy. Sure. Two other theories. One is that was that not um, one of them? No. Okay. One is that, that seems um, obvious to me. That parent it, that it's self fulfilling because of this. Well, first of all, one is simply because there was a myth. There's the myth of it. So mm. people just perceive it that way. Um. So you think like, well, we gave kids, you know, sugar, and now the, look how crazy the kids are acting when the, the kids are just this crazy all the time. They're just they're, they're running around. They're hyperactive to begin with. Sure. Um. And it's just it's it's perpetuated by that myth. But then also there is that because we know the myth, because parents know the myth exists. When they give the child sugar, they expect the child will become more hyperactive, so they, are, they tend to become worse parents because they don't think they're going to be able to control their child. And so then anything that the child does seems to the parent to be more hyperactive. Even though it's just the same behavior. Because they've basically convinced Psyched themselves. themselves up. They've convinced themselves, I'm not going to be able to control this. Right. Here, I'm going to give my kid sugar. And then and now so, I'm not responsible for yeah, whatever exactly. it does. And they stop, they stop yep. caring and they, they engage in bad parenting sense. techniques because they think, well, the kid's just going to be out of control for a little while anyway. What? Yeah, let's blame it on the parents. <laughs> sounds right? good to me. Guy, guy who doesn't have kids, guy who doesn't have kids, guy who doesn't have kids. Let's all blame it on the parents. Absolutely. Sounds good for me. I already played that clip. Um, I'm not going to do it again. No, all the, way, all, the way, all the way around the table by choice. Correct? Absolutely. By choice, correct? Certainly. By choice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right here. Yeah. We are in agreement. Slightly. By, by choice. No kids. We are not childless. We are child free. Free. <laughs> These genetic pools stop here. Whereas what was it? What was it? What was it? Pat Oswald. He said me, me and my wife, he eventually had a kid, but when he was younger, he's like, you know, somebody was it Pat Oswald? No, somebody else, some other comedian. Some comedian said something like, you know, we're gonna me and me and my spouse are gonna have an imaginary baby and Name it, going on vacations and sleeping in on Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, Nick, we're going to name it full bank account and sleeping in on Saturdays there you or go. something like that, yeah. That's what uh, dinks are. <laughs> dinks? Dinks. Double income, no kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I All had right. um, I'm a, another friend who they described themselves as thinkers. Thinkers. Yeah. Spelled That's, the way you, you expect. Yeah, it's two healthy Stand. incomes, no kids, early retirement. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, good luck in this. Yeah, no shit. If you're our age, the early retirement. <laughs> our grandparents and parents killed the economy for us, so nobody, everybody's working until they die. Especially in, in our industry. We're in, not thinkers. In every, industry, in every industry. Allison and I are Our screwed right now. Unless you're in the 1% industry, you're not retiring. T-H-I-N-K, no early retirement because... The construction industry whatever is, inc- the, is, in, is, in, is in, right is incredibly acronym is for that <laughs> in, incredibly sensitive to recessions. <laughs> anyway, whatever, whatever that spells. Yeah. yeah anyway, I'll figure it out later. Are, are we ready? Are alternate we can... episode titles. Yes. Let's do your. Okay. Uh, cool. I have handouts. Handouts. Sweet. I didn't know we were having gifts. It's a piece of paper. <laughs> I love paper. Are you? Well, you're welcome. What's the paper anniversary? Is that your first anniversary or your fifth it's or something? Like it's one of those early ones. Anyway. Look up what we just hit our sixth anniversary. Look up what the sixth what we were, anniversary what we were is. supposed to get. Yeah, what we, I should know what this. Should because, we have gotten each other? Because I would have looked it up for my own sixth anniversary with uh, the other income. <laughs> the other income. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad so, somebody are laughed. You, are you gonna me and call, my wife? The other income. <laughs> are you going to just call her your toi? And... Oh, you could just refer when you introduce her to people. This is this is, this is Allison, my, my this, toy. This is my toy. 
And then have her no. go, what? No, no, no. It's spelled T-O-I. This is my T-O-I. What is that? The other income. The other income. <laughs> She'd actually <laughs> think that was funny, I think. <laughs> as long as she could call you that, too. As long as I did that around certain people. If right. I did that around total strangers or, you know, yeah, anniversary gifts. No, it's more fun to do it around total strangers. I don't know. Who's... Just pick Hall- one. Hallmark. Okay. Are we going to go with Hallmark? Sure. Okay. Because that's the first... Is there? They've got a monopoly on sure. paper. Celebrity. Is the first okay? Sure. Yeah, so whoever what said was that six? was correct. Sixth. <laughs> Some s- of them offer a choice. Sure. Right. This is one of those candy. Oh. Or iron. Like iron, the mineral. Like getting you know, like foods high in iron, or or a clothes like, iron. Here's an ingot. I'm going to bring you an ingot or, and some jujubes or week. a household appliance. You plug in what yeah. makes steam. Sure. Anyway, yeah, could be. So here's the thing. I, I asked suppose you... I would expect the Hallmark list would have only things in it that Hallmark sells. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's implied that and a card Hallmark brand iron coming it's soon no. be, you know, for your anniversary. Can- it's going to be the, well, and, and a card. It's going to be the cheesy Christmas ornament let's, anniversary. And a, let's not and judge. A, and a card that costs seven ninety nine. Let's not judge too quickly. Okay. What parent company owns Hallmark? And ConAgra. What compa- and what companies do they own? <laughs> you know, can you can you go up and down that chain and find all those things like an iron <laughs> and candy com- a candy company? Oh wait, six, there's a there's a six degrees of there's Hallmark. a modern yeah, list sure. and a traditional. Don't list. worry, but we're done with it. We're okay. done with it. I have I have handouts. Yes, handouts, paper, eyes, eyes did, on the prize. What did they do Keys before paper, paper was even invented? Yeah, what did they call them? What the cavemen's? What were the cavemen's? Uh, <laughs> the walls of the cave. Yeah. Oh, It'd be like oh, what was the granite anniversary? And then there's the I don't know a shiny, colorful uh, rock that I imagine a different sh- color from most of the other rocks. Dirt. Yeah. First year was dirt. dirt. Clod of dirt that looks like like a cloud. River rock clod. anniversary. Okay. Anyway, Ooh, river rock. Nice. Yeah. That means you're near water and have uh, right. plenty to drink. What have you gathered for me today, honey? Um, <laughs> my my husband built us a house in a or found us a cave near a river. We have lots of fresh water. The cat of nine tails. Somebody else's. We've chosen some other couple. We've is, chosen is, not to procreate. Is is just upstream. We have two out caves, of view. A summer are, cave and a winter. And they're cave. crapping in that river, but you know whatever. Fresh water. <laughs> they don't know anything about disease. Anyway, um, have you guys heard of the seven <laughs> basic plots? No. I didn't know there were seven, but I could believe that there. I've heard of the number seven, and I've heard of plots. Christopher Booker (laughs) posited that there were in a 2004 book that there are seven basic plots to stories. Any story, every story can be broken down, and absolutely any story can be broken down to these seven basic plots. Okay, sure. And and this is where I was supposed to come up with a list of things. Yes, and I just looked at the email to you, and it was very clear on what you were supposed to do. Really? Yes. Told you to be prepared to, to name movies. So anyway, the seven basic plots. Overcoming the monster, where the protagonist sets out to defeat an antagonistic force, often evil, which threatens the protagonist and or their homeland. Every fantasy movie. Not necessarily, but probably every horror movie. Rags to riches. Uh, the poor protagonist acquires power, wealth, and or a mate, loses it all, and gains it back, growing as a person. Trading as a places. That was what I was going to say. How about, how about we wait? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Darn okay. It. We're gonna have okay. To skip fine. That we'll one. name. We'll name one for each one as okay. we go. The quest. The protagonist and companion set out to acquire an important object or get to a location. They face temptations and other other obstacles along the way. Lord of the, Lord Rings. Of the Rings. There you go. 
Voyage and Return, the protagonist <laughs> goes to a strange land, and after overcoming the threats it poses to them, they return with experience. Lord of the Rings. You can pretty much say the Lord of the Rings for all <laughs> of these, no, can't I, you? Lord of the Rings is clearly a quest. It's Frodo taking the ring to Mordor. That is the story that is being told. Okay. He also it does, experience it does result and then in left that. again. Yeah, but the return okay. isn't isn't no, okay. it, that's a appendix. All right. Right. Like the, the climax of the, the climax of the story is not his return. The climax of the story is him throwing the ring into the lava. Because he got to the destination. Anyway, voyage and return. Um comedy. Light and humorous character with a happier, cheerful ending. It's a dramatic work in which the central motif is the triumph over adverse circumstances resulting in a successful or happy conclusion. Everything generally goes well. Yeah. There's, you know, there's challenges along the way, but everything's kind of light and happy at the end. Tragedy, the protagonist's character flaw or great mistake, which is their undoing. Their unfortunate end evokes pity at their folly and the fall of a fundamentally good character. Star Wars, the, the prequels. Yeah, there you go. Is Anakin's if, descent. If, if you look at that as the story of Anakin, then yes. Mm-hmm. Um, rebirth is the seventh one. An event forces the main character to change their ways and often become a better person. The second <laughs> that's the star wars through return of the jedi <laughs> if you're looking at anakin's storyline very good we have lord of the rings and star wars between those those two we can cover all these kind of sort of sure maybe not really okay um, so what are how are we what kind of no not specifically okay. game show but you know name name everybody you've got your famous your favorite movies mm-hmm. mike sure. let's start with you i know we, we we know what ones mike's gonna name so mike go ahead with like the movies you love what are they let's see where they fit Back to the Future. Back to the Future. I I, I, I know very clearly what that is. It's a comedy. No. The movie's all about him going somewhere and, and getting home. Voyage and Return. It's a Voyage and Return. But it's also a comedy. Well, you, you can, you're going to be able to say that for any movie that has any laughs in it. But the well, story... Well, then, then, then it just... Okay, so it's it's opinion then. Which which one of these is the most... The, it fits it, that's best with. It becomes a question of what's the, the overarching everything about okay. it. I would say that, you know, that it, it is Mar- Marty's, you know, what sure. does Voyage and Return say? The protagonist goes to a strange, strange land, land the overcoming the threats and returns with experience. And he returns with experience. Like he comes back knowing more about his parents. Even though he doesn't really have much of an arc. Well, <laughs> overcoming the monster. Until they invent the whole chicken thing um, Gladiator part two. would be a good, uh, I think Gladiator would be Gladiators a good one for overcoming the monster. Overcoming the monster, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's there's a lot there's a lot going on there, but it's very yeah, much it's still a, ultimate him. It's about him to take down Commodus, whooping Commodus's ass That's at the right. end. <laughs> um, you know he does he does spoilers everybody. There's gonna be spoilers about a whole bunch of movies. Um, he does die at the end, but it's not inherently tragic because he's not inherent like there's he he doesn't die because of a fatal flaw. He doesn't have like a something that we pity him for. He's we just pity it's, him for his loss. We pity. We we feel bad for his loss, but we right. don't pity like there's like when you think tragedy, that's like you know literally right. like Shakespeare's tragedies, like his, Hamlet's Hamlet. Everything's go, goes poorly for Hamlet because he can't make a stinking decision. Right. No, his tragedy. He, he is debates not his, about things far too often. Right. If he had just taken care of business early on, all these other people wouldn't have died. Okay. Right. Yeah. His tragedy is not his death. His his tragedy is what led to the quest in the first place. Yeah. Okay. Is Donnie Darko Voyage and Return or Tragedy? I say it's Voyage and Return. Where Although he, it is a tragic story. Where does he go and return home? He goes into he goes third uh, he lives thirty days into the future beyond where he was supposed to live. And then he travels back in time to the point 
where he was supposed to die and then dies at the end. Because he's supposed to. Yeah, I guess. Donnie Darko's a rough one because that's such a... It's, it's time such, travel. It's such an... Yeah, but it's it's such an out there kind of... Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. That's probably where it falls. Like, that's a tough... But it's a tough one to call because it's like... It's so out of the ordinary. Like, Arrival is more definitely Voyage and Return. But it's a series of voyages and returns strung together because she's seeing the future constantly without knowing that's what it is until the end when she realizes and returns. Yeah. When you get into time travel and then with the decision to live that life that she has seen. Yeah. I think the time travel movies tend to probably be voyage and return. Assuming Mm -hmm. the character gets home, that, that tends to be what they are. But Donnie Darko's close to tragedy. There, it's just that he has no great flaw. That's the only thing that's missing. Because it is a tragic story. Um, I'd say he's a pretty dysfunctional kid in general. He's, I mean, he doesn't oh, have that, like yeah. one. He doesn't have one huge like thing where you go like, "Whoa, that's what caused it all." But he's just like, he's well, a, he's, he's a dysfunctional person. He's bipolar, probably he borderline he doesn't, psychotic. He's he, on all kinds of medication. He doesn't relate. He, he has a very hard time relating sure. to everybody. Like he. Yeah, he's he's got some problems. He has flaws. I would say that the almost the entirety of Hallmark's Christmas <laughs> season is the rebirth. Yeah, Christmas movies the, are often the rebirth. rebirth. Yeah, that makes I a lot of sense. Entire, yeah. It's thirty one straight days of of twenty four hour rebirth movies. Yeah, just no more Lori Laughlin. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> I didn't know she was this <laughs> Me neither. I staple thought it was, to the. I thought it was Walmart just channel, the but... she disappeared and then came back for the Fuller House thing. Mm. Um, um, and and with movies that are like an ensemble cast, you do kind of have to pick like okay, who if this ensemble movie these stories right? Who, there might be multiple stories in there, but if mm, like if sure. there is a main character, it is this person, and therefore, then what is that story? Because sure. like you could sure. argue. Um, a couple of overlapping things for you know something like Lord of the Rings has like the, the yeah Frodo's the, quest versus versus Aragorn's are very different because Aragorn is hey that's enough of that <laughs> hey doggy <laughs> so what's a movie that's just a comedy without being one of these other things more Clerks <laughs> it's just funny okay. it's just funny stuff it's like nothing happens and they right. just make, they just make jokes through yeah. the whole thing all right <laughs> fair enough because they don't go anywhere no Clu- they don't look for anything clue. Okay. Because I made a little list of a few that I think figured we'd we'd have all seen. Clues just straight up, just like, oh, let's just make funny jokes mm-hmm. and and kind of parody, um, mystery, you know, murder mystery stories. Yeah. Ghostbusters. It's a comedy movie, but it is an overcoming the monster plot. Yeah, Zool's definitely the monster. Mm-hmm. They're out to defeat Zool. No, Gozer. Gozer. Sorry. You know, you know what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you love Groundhog Day. There's your rebirth story. Amongst your favorite movies. Yes. Absolutely. Very much a rebirth story. He comes back a different person. He faces all yes. sorts of adversity and changes. Except that. He becomes a much better person because he's a, he's a turd at the yes. beginning of that movie. So yes. the event is the repetition of it's, the same day. Yeah, doing thousands the, doing the and same, thousands Doing of the times. same thing 10,000 what times. What was. Did somebody calculated it? What's I the actual? About it. We I talked about it years 30, ago. 30, we don't remember. 30 it was 30 some odd years. 30 of, years. Of, okay. Yeah, it was 30 some odd years of the same day. Because they calculated how long would it take to, be, to become an expert to become in all an these different things, all those different things, and how much sure. time that would take. Yeah. Um, I would think a situation like that would be a a real challenge to readapt to your old life. So, my let's take for example my 
my stepfather wears glasses. He's worn glasses his whole life. And as an electrical contractor and him working in environments, at one point um, there was a consideration of trying to get him some type of a, a surgery to correct his eyesight. But he had been in... He had, he had had glasses for so much of his life, he was used to the inherent protection that his eyes had from from Having something work. in front of them, sure. Right, yeah. and so the the some of the normal reactions that you have to stuff falling on your face, like insulation and dust and whatnot, he you, had kind of you, lost. You, you, yeah, you learn to just let it, let right. it fall and hit your glasses because you know it's not going to get in right, your eyes. So early on, he was having that trouble. He went back to glasses because he was so used to have no yeah, he, longer he, protecting his eyes. Yeah, he got, got rid of the glasses and was right, in, so, like every time he turned around, he was like, oh, son of a... No, right, so, from, so from Bill Murray's perspective, and really, if you think about it, um, the same thing could be said of uh, Connor McLeod, who went his entire life of not being killable, and now all of a sudden, he's mortal. Highlander. Highlander. Oh, okay. Sorry. So... Bill Murray, who lived for 35 years, with no basically being able to, yeah. it didn't matter if he cut his hand, it didn't matter if he jumped he off the bridge. He committed suicide multiple times. Right, he could, he no longer had to worry about any physical, any 30-something years. Physical wow, harm yeah, I never, thought, I never thought of and that. And now he's all of a sudden got to relearn being careful. Yeah, that would be there. That'd be an interesting, like the follow-up yeah. to Groundhog Day is him being like, whoa. Yeah, yeah I was like... <laughs> Hey, he, smashes, he smashes his hand with a with a hammer while he's you know putting up a picture, and he's like, "Oh, it'll be gone tomorrow." And the next day, it's you know even worse. Groundhog Day Two is just it's that movie with a uh, uh, Jack Nicholson where he plays that uh, that guy that's uh, afraid of germs and stays in his apartment. Yeah, sure, as good as it gets. Thank you. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Helen Hunt and Greg Kinnear. There's yeah. a there's a horror movie called Happy Death Day, where this girl wakes up on her birthday and she start she goes starts going about her day and she gets killed and then she wakes up on her birthday. Oh, and then she goes about her day, and she gets killed. And she wakes up on her. Oh birthday. yeah, didn't but they just have a sequel? She, does she keep trying to avoid the death each day? Is well, that... she keeps trying to avoid it in different ways, and eventually she tries to fight back against it. And she, so she remembers. Yeah, okay. she remembers it from day to day. Though it's it's Groundhog Day. You're, she's unlikable at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So by the end, and by the end, she's very tough, and she's gotten her act together, and she's she's allied herself with the right people right. to make it happen, um, and to to save herself. But there is like it actually play like. Whereas Bill Murray doesn't get hurt at all, he just wakes up the next day like the the um, cover. I got you, babe. Starts, in I got the, you, yeah, babe. Starts and playing, share. and uh, no, he's, she she like she keeps the like she she's she's not like hurt like she's not missing a hand if she got her hand chopped off the day before, but she's like she sore. she still feels like she knows the pain of the death. She feels it. She wakes up it, with the memory with, of like, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's ah! all it's all there. So by yeah. the time she gets to the end, she's a little, she's a little messed up about PTSD. It. Yeah. yeah, and like the um the same anyway. sort of similar thing of that horrible Tom Cruise movie where he's <laughs> going back through <laughs> which being one. <laughs> Ah, well, the one where he he goes he goes through the combat every single day until they figure out how to beat the aliens with Emily Blunt. Oh, you know that one I didn't see that. Yeah, Craig, you know the one I'm talking about, right? I'm sorry, I'm what? kind of Tom Cruise averse. What, huh? Tom Cruise, he, he and Emily he's Blunt. The soldier, he learns. You watch that learns movie. To, I know you watch that. Um, he's got to fight that battle every movie. single day. Yeah, until he learns how to defeat the aliens. I'm blanking on the name, but I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the audience is going, "It's this thing." Yeah. yeah, yeah. We can't hear you, just so you no, know. He, he gives me a rash, so I don't tend hey, to watch his movies. Listeners, it's... scream louder. Maybe we'll hear you. Here, I'll turn that up. There, I turned it up. Try screaming again. Stay, okay. 
Nope, still can't hear. Stand you. by me. Yeah, that is That's a uh, quest. That's a quest. Or is that voyage and return? Is the return the, the, everything that happens yeah. at the return is important? Kind of like talking about how like. But the whole point of the quest was to, to go see to, the dead to body. See the dead body. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah, they don't really go to a straight because there's the because it's the voyage and return is after overcoming the threats that the strange land posed, and that really wasn't. There were sort it wasn't, of well, it wasn't. No, it not, wasn't. Yeah. No, they they dealt they dealt with stuff that was like normal that they yeah, that I they mean, knew about, and you know, yeah, Kiefer Sutherland, you know, showed up and was a dick right. to him and. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say that's Ace quest. Merrill. That's more quest than that's voyage quest. and return, even though they did return with experience. You said trading places. I had that on my list for rags, rags to riches. riches. That's a rags to riches story. Voyage um, and return would be. Um, why can't I think of it now? Casper Van Dien fighting the bugs. Oh yeah, Starship Troopers. There you go. It's kind of a voyage and return. He's going out somewhere to confront a threat and then coming back with experience. I would say a lot of war movies might fall into that realm. Sure. If they're not tragedy. If they're either an overcoming mo- the monster or a voyage and return. Yeah. If they're if 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 the person survives, it's very likely they're a voyage <laughs> sure. and return because they come back with experience and sure. they've, they've learned something from everything that they've been through. Uh, voyage and return also Toy Story. You know, the characters go on a oh. on and they leave. I mean, they 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 go home and they have to get back or they 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 they're on the road. They you know, they have to get well, their return is they leave. They they are taken from Andy, and they have to get back to Andy. They're not going back to the same location. They're going back to the car right. that Andy's in. But they're ultimately trying to get back home, which is by definition with Andy. I wonder if you could. Wizard of Oz's voice. I wonder if turn. you could argue that Rags to Riches would be the movie big. Acquires power, wealth, and or a mate loses it all and gains it back. He doesn't really gain it back. No. No. Because he get, he acquires the power and the wealth and the mate and loses it all, and he gains experience from that. And he kind of becomes That's more like, of a voyage and return. Him. Yeah, but he doesn't really. Well, yeah, that might kind of be. He goes to a strange land. He becomes an adult. He goes into adult world. Yeah, <laughs> has to have a job and has like yeah. a relationship. And I'm I can't come that up might with be a, voyage and return. Yeah, it could be. I can't come up with a, a one that fits tragedy. Reservoir Dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah, Godfather. Is Godfather a tragedy? I'd say Godfather's a tragedy. You got a lot of characters dying. They're all flawed. They're all criminals but who don't really care about Michael's the protagonist of Godfather. Yeah, but he loses a lot in the process. I mean, he he chooses to become a member of the basically, you know, I never wanted this he for you, Michael. His, he becomes, he becomes his Don. father. Yeah, he, becomes he becomes his father. His father. In not just end. not just as being the Don, but also becomes like that, a, a murderous right. killer. Yeah. You know, he he and I, I never wanted this for you, Michael. And he decides. Yeah, you're right. It is a tragedy. He, he decides he's going to. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You know, back up my my pop, and I'm gonna kill this guy, and that forces him to go off, and he has his gal and loses her. When, so that woman gets killed because he couldn't just come think, home from war and marry his sweetheart and get out of the business. You know, I think Hollywood shies away from tragedies because they they're down endings. Yeah, because you're you know you want to plays are good guy plays are, a, plays are better for tragedies right. and you don't want in the end for be like oh i like the guy and he dies at the end yeah, everybody res- wants him to somehow I think reservoir dogs is overcome. tragedy all those characters are criminals and they all have their tragedy own foibles works, works better in, in the in long form on tv breaking <clears throat> bad mm-hmm. sopranos um well, what's the other one i can't think of well, right your now. um uh all of your 
Mr. Orange in Reservoir Dogs might have might have kept it might have gotten out of there alive. Just maybe if he had kept his yap shut at the end. But he 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 made the mistake of confiding to his mm-hmm. you know criminal friend mm-hmm. and telling him who he really was. He might have gotten out of that alive if he had just not told the killer that he was a cop. <laughs> that's interesting. So that's his. I mean, I'm just saying that like that's his flaw mm-hmm. is that he he be bonded with this guy that he well, should not flaw, have gotten it's close. A, it's to. his flaw or great mistake. Yeah. And the great mistake is his flaw was getting was bonding, and the mistake was opening his mm-hmm. opening his mouth at the end because he felt he owed it to him for some reason. Like, no, you're dying. Just let these people kill each other, and maybe if you're lucky, the cops will show up and save your ass. <sighs> if pulp, speaking of Tarantino, if Pulp Fiction is the story of Jules, and it's hard to say who it's the story of because it's so. Right. ensemble well quentin just, tarantino's movies are always yeah you know. if if that's no, the a, story it's of a tra- Jules. it's a tragedy for uh for vincent yeah <laughs> his his uh his flaw of being a heroin addict <laughs> causes him to get gunned down on the toilet he, he, well he almost gets himself killed getting <laughs> mia overdosed right like he manages to just squeak out of that one yep yeah but if it, but if it is this if it is jules's story then that's a rebirth story yes that's jules reconsidering his life mm-hmm. And, and changing his ways. Tragedy. He's like, going to walk the land like Cain. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, could, I could see tragedy being like Point Break. Point Break. Yeah. Keanu Reeves, because in the end, he sort of loses it all. Yeah, he loses he, the girl. And he, lose, and he loses. Doesn't catch Bodhi. Bodhi no. ultimately kind of gets away. Bodhi kills, kills, yeah. well, kills himself. Ultimately. And, by, he, and I remember at the, the end, wave. one of the last things he does is he, he loses throws his, his partner. Well, he throws his um, throws his badge into the into the yeah. water. Basically, yeah, that's he's a tra- that's his, a tragedy. That he is has lost his he's lost because his he job. let himself get close to these people. Mm-hmm. He let himself care. Yeah, because yeah. and, and, and actually have come out on top. Have a certain amount of respect. No, he loses everything. Right. When you think about it, I never really thought about that. He doesn't have his job anymore. The girl, the girl's gone. The girl's gone. He loses his partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All because he let wow. himself get and he caught doesn't he doesn't ultimately bring Bodhi in. He lets, he I mean, he does the, yeah. the weird thing where he kind of let, lets Bodie die to surf, time, to surf right. the big wave. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, tra- wow. Poor, point, point break is a tragedy. Poor <laughs> Johnny Utah. That's right. It's like Hamlet. Wow. <laughs> Just makes bad decision after yeah. bad decision. Is that, wait a minute. Is that? That's what caused him because he could no longer be a cop. That's why he made, that's why he became John Wick. Oh, <laughs> sure. same character. Wait, are we are we saying that Point Point Break is actually a good movie? I I've always liked Point Break. It's just because it's it just because it's, it's a basic it plot does not make it good or bad. And it, it features a young, very young Red Hot Chili Peppers acting <laughs> in, in the movie. Yes, as Anthony Keat is getting his shoe blown off. Yeah, his, his toe <laughs> shot with a shotgun. Bam! <laughs> but I think they're all there, right? They're like no, be- it's just the beach two people. Just it's a, just him and Flea? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. That is the uh, the <laughs> thing online now when you see videos of people getting hurt. If they don't lose a shoe, then they survived. Sure. You see that in the commentary? No. You see that in the no. commentaries oh, of people shoes posting are still videos. On. Oh, he didn't die. His shoes, his shoes never flew off. Well, that's the anime rule. If, if their eyeball didn't fall out of the socket, then they're not dead officially. <laughs> The person, if the person gets killed and get falls to the ground, and their eyeball has there fallen, and their eyeball goes boink, and their eyeball falls out of the socket, <laughs> they're, they're dead. dead. Oh, okay. If they're, if that doesn't happen, no guarantees. <laughs> even if it's even with the, if it's with a comical sound effect. Yeah. 
I'd say most bo- <laughs> most James Bond movies fall uh, call uh, fall into overcoming the monster. It's usually just you know defeating the evil the scheme yeah. of the uh, the, doc- of the Blofelder the evil character, Doctor yeah. No or whoever. Yeah, good stuff. And whose whose list is this? Whose list? Um, um, this some was guy with a name. Christopher Booker. Booker wrote a 2004 book. Booker. I don't even know her. But uh, yeah, what's our, what are some of the other examples that he has here? <laughs> Sorry. Um, let's look at other tragedies. Not okay. on the ball. There. I'm gonna I'm gonna it skip. Wasn't a very good joke. My, my my eye was in the process of rolling out of my head. So. Ooh, that's a close one. Under the tragedy list, he's got a whole bunch of Shakespeare plays. Surprise, surprise. But like Bonnie and Clyde. Tragedy that just that's just them and uh, bad some, choice uh, after bad choice and getting gunned down by a bunch uh, of locals. The one with uh, Woody Harrelson and, and yeah, the the movie and, on Netflix. I was just yeah. gonna say and Kevin Costner, the 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 Natural Born Killers. No, that's what I was thinking of. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere with Bonnie and Clyde. There's a new Bonnie and Clyde well, movie. Natural on Born Netflix. Killers is like a Bonnie is like a more modern Bonnie sure. and Clyde in a sense. So. Sure, yeah, essentially. Um, yeah, that's probably a tragedy. Mm-hmm. It's just straight up people making no, I thought bad you were gonna, choices. I thought you were going to say the Woody Harrelson, Kevin Costner as a Texas Rangers ch- hunting down Bonnie and Clyde. It's a Netflix movie. That, oh, I've not seen just, that. Just one up. Com- good. Comedies, trailer. Inc- comedies include a whole bunch of Shakespeare comedies. Um, and he's got also got here Bridget Jones' Diary, <laughs> Four Weddings and a Funeral, where it's just kind of like, oh, it's all generally lighthearted and good fun. And, you know, there's complications and things, but ultimately sure. everything kind of, kind of ends nicely. I would imagine, you know, a great many romantic comedies just fall into the straight-up mm-hmm. comedy realm. Except for things like Pretty Woman, which is probably rags to riches. He doesn't really lose it and gain it back. No. She kind of does. He, well, he, he doesn't... I'm just trying to think. Like, he loses it and gains it back. He doesn't... He ostracizes himself from his rich friend. And he gives up the power, like when he's because he's taking because it's not always money; it's also power and things like that. And there's a point where he he decides to not because like his job, what he does for a living, is he takes companies and breaks them down into pieces and sells them. And he decides like he makes some business deal toward the end of the he's movie sort of, where, he, he, where he does things differently. He's he he's lost his compassion, which he gains back. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. That was just is Wall thought. Street rags to riches. Would you consider that? Wall Street? I haven't no. watched Wall Street in forever. If Charlie Sheen is the protagonist? Um, I'm not sure. I don't remember the movie well enough to... Does he gain it all and then lose it and, and then get it back and well, learn lo- something he, in the he, process? He loses it, he gains it, then he loses it, he's, but then he, he, he goes informant I feel, on Michael Douglas' he's, character. He's almost an overcoming the monster I feel, because he's, uh, he's taking down Gordon Gecko. I feel like if you gain it all and then you lose it, that's probably tragedy, but then if you gain it back and learn something, then it's then rags, it's rags to riches. Because there has to be that moment where you get it taken away and then realize, sure. hey, it wasn't that important anyway. And then you get it back and you're like, I'm not, I'm a different person because I learned something. Right. But now I also have, you know, a billion dollars <laughs> and a gorgeous spouse or whatever. <laughs> a mansion and a yacht, whatever it was that <laughs> Bugs Bunny. Who was it in the, the Looney Tune? What was the... My name is Elmer J. Fudd, millionaire. I own a mansion and a yacht. Remember how quaint that was when Elmer J. Fudd was a millionaire, a single yeah, time uh-huh, millionaire? Yeah, sure. how, how impressive that was. <laughs> what, with an M? <laughs> please. You mean, it's a word that begins with M and the word it doesn't begin with It doesn't begin with multi. Wait, no, Elmer Fudd's not a pig. 
He's no, just he's a dude. The, he's the dude. Who am I thinking? I'm, th- oh, I'm thinking of Porky. Porky. Anyway, I think that's enough of the plots. I just yeah, thought, I like that. I thought we'd it's a nice we'd, list. We'd break things down. Yeah, very see, good. See what we came up with. Do you want it back? Uh, I'm just gonna throw it away. Do you want to just you want to throw it away it. yourself? There you go. Recycle it. Anyway, um, where are we on time? Um, what uh, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. We've been recording for quite a while, <laughs> but we did rage quit slash whatever the other stuff was. Make the call, Mike. Make the call. Let's do a Kevin question. Hey, that's right. Wrap it up with Kevin. Wrapping it up with Kevin. Let's look at my Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked at that for a couple hours. Let's spend a whole it's episode. Exactly where it was a couple hours. Craig's Kickstarter. Couple hours. Exactly where it was a couple hours ago. Because it's the weekend, and that's what happens. I actually have to reach out to Drive Through RPG because I ordered. Um, I think it was my hard copy of. Die laughing, and it never arrived. Uh oh. But they tell you on the website you have to wait five weeks. What kind mm-hmm. of crap is that? Because of shipping, mailing times, and all that, so they say you have to wait five they, weeks to before you can complain. Before about you can it. complain. Well, the, the Are reason... they printing them in Siberia? No, and, and I could, I could, no. I could just reorder it, but here's, the reorder price is significantly higher than the initial discount. Here's yeah. here's why they say on the website that you have to wait five weeks because if they don't say that. Then somebody orders the thing and doesn't have it two days later. Thank you, Amazon. Mm. They start bitching up a storm about it <laughs> because nobody's used to waiting a week or so for something anymore. That's why people complain when their Except pizzas Mike, arrived. And, yeah, who never got it in two days anyway. That's why people point complain is, when pizzas show up in 31 so they put minutes. It, so they put it at a ridiculous... It's free, right? I'm not giving you any money. They put it at a ridiculous period of time to make you shut up and wait and then when it, it comes in there. two weeks you're like wow that's well, less than half the time placed, that's amazing I, I, I placed my order on awesome. february. and there are times of the year where it's it's worse than yeah, that yeah. Christ- i placed my order December on february 22nd crazy. and it's still not here so i think I'm, february 20 you can, february you can probably go ask them about that's that. more than five weeks i think i know yeah it was um, all on my list to do this week but i was not able to so i'll have to try and fit it in next week hold on just a moment i want to check something here when what's that go ahead Mike. sorry never mind go Go ahead no no no, i've got i've got kevin on the line he says i thought you were going to read a question oh i'm sorry were we diverging oh can you not hear that i'm sorry did we get distracted from what we were planning to do did that that never happen on this show really hmm that's odd okay what do you got 101 question Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> no, that's not it. I made that up. Kevin asks, where are the killer bees? The 90s claimed the killer bees were coming. Did we win the war? Was this an overhyped panic? Or are they still on their way? Thanks, Kevin. It's, it's one of the actual side benefits of the fact that the entire bee population is declining is that the killer bee it, population is declining as well. Were, the, were those the... Wait, now, what What were the killer bees? They were, were those af- the African honeybees? They, they were Africanized. Africanized. Right. Those were the ones that were carrying the uh, alien virus f- with the corn pollen. 20 years ago. Yeah. Yes, it, was, it was a... It 90s. Was, yeah. X-Files. That's what... Yeah. Africanized it, it honeybees. Ulti- it ultimately came down to, I think, a because of uh, local bee populations being infected by these by these foreign bee populations resulted in this odd hybrid that 
that is not had the African honeybee. It right. is the Africanized it had, honeybee. It had a, the, it the had hybrid. An, it had a, an in, it was a, an incompatible behavior, basically, if I understand correctly, and you ended up with a situation and of the colony collapse disorder. Well, no, I I don't know why they're not here, but I think it it probably doesn't probably part of it. Wait a minute, the, you, are you saying the the Can the native honeybees f- the killer out of the uh, the invading honeybees? No, I'm saying that the. My recollection of how it happened happened was (laughs) it was one type of bee from Africa Uh came here, started doing the naughty with local bees, changed the resulting The resulting bee is what became the Africanized Africanized killer bee, right? Okay. And why why they're not around, I wonder if maybe colony collapse hasn't had some effect on it. But then, of course, there were active... There were active attempts of getting rid of it too, the of the, the hybrid. Okay. So maybe they maybe they were and, able to target and, it. And also maybe there was a time when that was the thing that was being told. You know, like that was the news story. Like you know, oh my God, what's coming to? It's going to kill your children. That's yeah. the thing that's going to be on the news story. And now there's so much more, and we are awash and drowned in so much more mm-hmm. that that the fact that there are Africanized quote unquote killer bees or whatever you want to call them somewhere. In the, the the north or south America area, is That's, so far down the list of okay. what makes the news, right? That could we be. just don't hear about it anymore. Or could be along. It the may lines still be a problem yeah. that we just never hear it's about. Kind of it along the same lines of John Mulaney is why are we no longer afraid things. of quicksand when we were told? That it was going to be <laughs> yeah, John Mulaney was like, I, I thought quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem. <laughs> <he's ever> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I've had more problems with hornets. Then, uh, fuckers. So those are those Any, are. I, I agree with. I think those are reasonable explanations. Ooh, for Kevin. we got one of those uh, carpenter bees in my office, and it was in there for a day and a half. What did it build? I was gonna. Ask, oh, you beat me to it. Ah. <laughs> I was about to start that sentence. <laughs> I don't know, but whatever it built, we criticized the hell out of the design. It's an architect's office. Sure. Wow. But but you also none of you can actually build the thing yourself that's also important for architects you'll criticize the hell out of the design and we all we, and then the carpenter says well you do it in the car and the architect's like i, I can't we stood I, around the thing i can the, draw it we stood around the thing the <laughs> bee, the bee built wearing hard hats and reflective vests and uh, and said no 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 not not like that do do it a different way going well going back to the early part of the show because it was a carpenter bee maybe it was the prophet and it was actually jesus bee <laughs> Formerly a carpenter, now now a prophet for all the bees. He did have some of that uh, green yeah. plastic Easter grass and to- on it. And totally ripped abs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they were fishermen, and the Sea of Galilee's, it's, yeah. it's kind of a big body of water. The, the, row, the rowing, I know this from my nephew, that, that'll get you in shape. Like uh, when the Three Stooges met Hercules. There's a lot of core. You think it's all arms and legs, but there's core. Yeah. Yeah. The Three Stooges. Wasn't it the Three Stooges meet Hercules that uh, the guy became <laughs> Hercules because guy. of uh, he did all the rowing? I don't remember. It was by. He, I did watch all of those when I was a kid. Yeah, it was I, a movie. And he he became Hercules and by they went out rowing because they were all put on a, a slave galleon or whatever to, to do all the rowing. And then it, over time. Is this with Curly or Shemp? Oh, <laughs> or Curly Joe, but by the end, by the end of it, you had one side 
of the boat was all of the oars tied together with a piece of wood and just him rowing, <laughs> and all the other slaves on the other side of the boat rowing. Just and he had ripped abs. He was just all, you know, yeah. buff for that time for period. For that time period, yeah. sure. <laughs> Stand, standards are higher now. Yeah. So he looked like a basketball player today. <laughs> Didn't look like you know Mr. Universe. Right. <laughs> he, he looked did, like he didn't look he looked like, like your your average your you know you know like your your top tier yeah, NBA look, player. He, he didn't look like half he's Thor cut. He's, he's, or he's like cut, that. but right. he's, but he's, he's no Arnold Schwarzenegger in his heyday or Lou right. Ferrigno in their heyday. Right, in their heyday. right. Yeah. I think it was. I you, think it was three your arms in Hercules. Your arms like are held so far out at your sides that you can't wipe your own ass. I can't put my arms down. Chest is so wide. You need a stick with a swab on it. Do you see that picture of um of Hapthor Bjornsson with his girlfriend or his wife and he's holding the teacup and it looks like it looks like it's a teacup it's from a, a from a doll set of oh, sure yeah, yeah like a, right. a little a little kid's yeah, tea it's set right up the, there with yeah. when you know like uh, uh Andre the Giant holding a twelve ounce can of beer in his hand and his hand like is wider than the beer can is tall. <laughs> like significantly wider. Yeah, it's like one of those little uh, what he are they perf- like eight ounce novelty? He cans could perform or six could, ounce or whatever. Yeah, like those little tiny like, uh, uh, like who uh, buys V8, these? Those little V eight bottles. No, they make right. they make them. The Coke V8 makes them. Yeah, they're yeah. tiny half size. Like an eight ounce, aluminum like cans. an eight ounce can. Or it's eight or six. six if like Andre the Giant had chosen a different profession, he could have been a close up magician with full cans of beer. <laughs> he could have been like making stuff disappear and <laughs> palming cans of beer. His hands were so huge. I can palm a card. Andre can palm a six pack. <laughs> oh, so anyway, the bee can't get got in the got yeah. in the office, and uh, it was buzzing around the ceiling. It really liked the fluorescent lights. It would dive bomb the light fixtures, and then it w- it would go kind of fly around, and then it would almost as if magnetically attracted to the fluorescent tubes. It would just go and it would just go bam right into it and you would hear and there was this puff of dust would come off the top of it so i was like we watched this like all day one day and then the next day i got i'm I'm the first one in the office i get in and i'm like don't hear him maybe he died overnight thank god and i uh i start doing my work and all of a sudden i hear i hear him and here he comes from the opposite direction from where he was the other day, over the cubicle wall, and dive bombs me sitting at my desk doing my work. And he proceeds to take an interest in what's on my monitors. And he's just like hovering in front of my monitors, and um, and then other people came in, and then he was doing it to them too. And uh, and uh, we we decided, well, let's let's now that he because he's tired now, he's tired and hungry and probably thirsty, and so he's uh, I don't know if he's if he's dive bombing us out of some kind of protection instinct like he's attacking you know how they do and they, they'll like they'll ram into you they'll hit you because i've had them hit my hit me in the back they just fly mm-hmm. straight in my back and then boink and that only happens to you no they, they do that to everybody <laughs> and uh he's just ate mike and uh yeah so we all decided well let's let's get it out of here uh let's try to catch it since it's coming down in our area and it was actually landing on things and just crawling around a little bit and um get a cut. so so one one of my coworkers had this it was like a a tin and it had coffee or some kind of um chocolate cocoa mix or something but it was like a tall uh tin can square tin can with a lid on it and he opens it up and he's like let's see if he'll just let's see if if he'll fly in here and the the, the bee had been buzzing around 
like 10 feet away from him. He opens the lid as a joke and the bee flew straight into it. And he was so astonished. And so were all of us as we watched (laughs) this. It like happened in slow motion. Literally, he just has his eyes and his mouth open wide like that. And he, and it was, I swear to God, it was as if it was in slow motion. He starts closing the lid, but it's just taking forever because he's so shocked that the bee actually flew in there. And uh, that, that, that right before he get, got it closed, the bee flew back out again. And we figured it was because the inside was shiny. He should get fired. Polished. He should get fired. Aluminum. Right? Mm-hmm. That's and it was reflecting the light. And the sure, bee saw that. Sure. And that's what it went to. He got fired, right? No, he's still there. But uh, And then uh, me and another guy caught caught it up against a window in a, a, a drink cup that I had from <laughs> left over from lun- the lunch and learn. And, and he slid uh, a piece of paper behind and it. The, no, the other guy <laughs> put his, uh, his, his, his baseball cap on it. And then uh, we carried it out to the Why didn't you the murder door. this thing the first hour it was in the building? You know what I'm imagining? They're incredibly resilient. Based on Mike's description dies, Mike. of all this activity was the client and your boss and your boss having to explain to the client why the why his project is two days behind and having your boss say, well, there was a bee. We didn't, it took, <laughs> so my it, entire staff was unable to do their work. While it, they, it, it took like five minutes. While they watched a bee, well, you, while you watched a bee dive bomb a light fixture for a full day and then <laughs> took another half day to try and catch it. Cool story, bro. Yeah, because we all just stood there watching it fly around. We weren't wow. doing our work, <laughs> yeah. hearing, and then going like, oh, one, oh, that's the B again. Okay, back to work. Click, click, click. Um, you know what? We're going to do another Kevin question. What? Hey. This one's easy. It's, an, it's a would you rather. No. <laughs> Andy's given his answer, but why don't we hear the question? 102 question. Would you rather... Have uncontrollable body hair or uncontrollable body odor? Hair. That was quick. Now, here's here's the thing about I got to be around people. Hair. Here's the thing about what's un. What does he mean by uh, uncontrollable? Here's here's the thing with (laughs) with these. Do I smell like you know? You you can't ever not smell or Kevin's questions can't ever not have lots of. I think he made the same mistake on his last one as well. Because he's choosing these would you rather between two different bad things, but there's no benefit that corresponds to it. No, you're, you, he's forcing a, you to make a. He's ba- forcing a, you one, to say, pick do you one want bad thing over one, another bad thing, right? As opposed yeah. to the, would you be willing to accept this if you got this? Would you be willing to right. if like, is, is a better what if you, format what if than you would had, you rather? Right. What if you had uncontrollable body odor, but, but you were super, buff. but you could fly. Well, that you were, but you were like super ripped and strong, and all the women were flocking to you, and you had to some type of some or, type of thing. Even, that okay, you 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 had uncontrollable you had super body bad, odor, uncontrollable but you were body odor, or some other type of. But everyone in the world hated the way that you smelled, except for your soulmate, who's this super hot rich woman. You just have to find her. I'm super gonna, hot and rich, never have to deal with any other people again, and she doesn't smell me stinky. And I can just live in my mansion with her. But you don't know should, where she is. I don't care. She's rich. I'll find her. We'll get there. Yeah. I, and, I gonna, don't, and then I don't ever have to deal with people. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw these back in. I'm Kevin's. on board with there that. Has to, there has to be a corresponding benefit to the to the negative that you're throwing on it. Okay. Well, we're well, there and, you go. Andy's throwing that out there for okay. her, but I'm just going to say hair. <laughs> well, I guess when you come when it comes down hair, to uncontrollable body hair is at least like that's like a you know that's a conversation starter. Does that like? <laughs> 
Is that like uh like the Santa Claus? Well, how, the, I'm his, wondering the, how you the would Tim how... Allen Santa Claus beard. Like you shave it, you trim it, and it immediately grows back. No, that's... I think it's like Wolf Boy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it uncontrollable <laughs> body hair? How, you know, there's, there's like those kids that, that lupine kids that have that hair yeah, whatever, disorder whatever where it grows like, completely over their face. Yeah, they have hair everywhere. But I mean, when he says what does uncontrollable means, it, does, yeah. it, does that mean it grows an inch a minute? Right. I mean, because can, uncontrollable means you, could just, means you could just shave it off and shave it off every week. And or does uncontrollable it, quote unquote does uncontrollable mean that you just can't get a good part, <laughs> or it can't be cut, like it's uh, super strong? Hey, then you're bulletproof or something. You know, you could join the military and. <laughs> We can't. We can't argue all those points. I'm just going to say hair because odor is odor's worse. Odor's odor's worse. You had uncontrollable body hair. Imagine you paid somebody to braid all of it, like weave it into a full body. This is after you find your rich, like a whole uh, basket weave. Then you put knives. Who pays for the basket braider? You tied blades into the end of it, (laughs) and then swung your head around. (laughs) But this is also body hair, so it's all your little basket weave over your entire body. Be like a be like a Kevlar vest. You know, we could get into all those arguments, okay? By uncontrollable body hair, does that mean you have like? But is it bulletproof? (laughs) Does that mean you have like head hair everywhere, like actual thick hair? Does it mean like you know the hair that's on your on your forearm? Like, is it that? You just have more of that, or it's pubes? It's like obviously curly pubes all over your whole body. The the uncontrollable body hair might mean your pubes grow to you know like a foot long every hour. (laughs) And you're just constantly looking like you're, you know, smuggling squirrels in your shorts. <laughs> I bet if Moving you had, on. I'll bet if you had that much pubic hair, you could make a killing in the porn industry just out of the novelty. Right. Yeah. Um, you could bring back, you could, you know, bring back the circus sideshow. It'd be like when, when a, well, we won't go there. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I say hair. Odor's, odor's bad. Hair, you can, you know, like you said, you can braid it. Put some put some product in it. <laughs> deal with it in some way. Odor. What are you going to do? <laughs> I know. Can you mask it? If it's uncontrollable, does that mean any attempt to mask it? Yeah, would that's be... that's the yeah. Word. What does I mean, the uncontrollable? Mean we don't exactly. we don't know what it means. So you have to make your call on what you think. And I said, hey, if you have, so remember the remember the anti fart underwear. Yeah. Okay. With the yeah, it had uh, like charcoal filter right. in it. Have sure. full body. <laughs> have clothing made of the same thing, so your clothes are all charcoal filter. <laughs> yeah, does uncontrollable mean that doesn't work though? I, I I also go with hair, but I agree with Andy that the format needs to be tweaked. Or if you're gonna be if you're going to have uncontrollable body odor, obviously you need to become a valet. <laughs> that's that's just a given. That's a guaranteed because it's career, a job requirement, it's right? A guaranteed <laughs> career path to become a valet. A stink. Jeez, that's terrible. <laughs> Seriously, Andy. <laughs> it's the beast! Elaine! And sell the car. Sauce me. Didn't he abandon the car? Isn't that what happened? He did, and then he threw the keys into the uh he threw the keys into the <laughs> driver's seat until the criminal got in to steal the yeah. car. <laughs> he looked he no no more more, no, no. more importantly, he looked at the criminal, held the keys, <laughs> keys up in front of his and face, dropped them through the sunroof, and then, roof, and right? then looked at him and then threw them into the car and then looked at the criminal and, and then, then walked, walked away. away. <laughs> and the criminal got inside and he started up the car and went, Oh, <laughs> <And> <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah. Okay, everybody. All Andy, right. thank, thank you for you, joining Andy. us. Today. My pleasure, thank you. Jeez. 
Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And? Oh, you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy game stuff. You can go to nerdburgergames.com to uh, learn all about the game stuff. If you haven't already backed the Kickstarter, you've got like another day. Uh, so you can go do that. Uh, I've also got a Patreon under Nerdburger Craig. That's about all of it. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig record for 26.2 hours. The marathon of Nerdburger episodes. 26.2 hours. And are we going to split that up into 26 episodes? Straight. Straight. And and take half a year off? Straight through. I think that was the idea. We had had that idea already. Not not 26. Not 26. Although I'm liking this. Six months? I could change the entire format of the show and not worry about like Six months off? current news kind of stuff at all well, and just be, do 26 actually, it hours. It would be impressive if you did do current news for all 26 hours. We could hours. predict. <laughs> and it, predict. And it news predictions. For all six months. That's right. What's going to be happening in 13 And it'll all be now? like space stuff and science stuff and food stuff. Just and make stuff up. Florida man stuff. And we'd, we'd make stuff up and every so often something would be right or close. Absolutely. That'd be fun.